Hello everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And as you may know, every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. And when I'm talking about the Sword of the Spirit, I'm referring to the full armor of God as described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. We need to be fully dressed every day as we go out into the world wearing the full armor of God. And the, with that is the sword of the Spirit. We have that as our defensive weapon against the enemy as they attempt to attack us, our adversaries. And what is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. The Word of God, God breathed, inspired by God. And that is where we learn about the salvation message through Jesus Christ. We learn about the character of Jesus. We learn about God's promises and how much he loves us. Well, in this episode then, we will look at passages in the Bible relating to topics that we cover. And today's episode then is trusting God's plan. Trusting God's plan. And in that, we'll be looking at the life of Joseph. That's found in the Old Testament, um, Genesis chapter 37 through 50. And of course, if you want to go through that, which would be wonderful, you might want to start ahead of that and find out about his family before Joseph. it comes to Joseph. Anyway, Joseph trusted and relied on God, even when he suffered terrible circumstances for long periods of time. Well, the story begins with Joseph tending to the family's flock of sheep. He was his father's favorite, and his siblings knew it. Joseph shared a dream where his brothers, even his father, would be bowing down to him. So, whew, that was a little bit much for them to handle. Did his brothers know that there was something special about Joseph? Maybe they did. That would make them more jealous than ever, wouldn't it? Were they afraid that his dream might come true, that they would actually be bowing down to this favorite child? One thing we know for sure, they were jealous of him because he was the favorite. His father <laughs> made it obvious. He even gave him a coat of many colors that was only for him. So when the opportunity came, they actually threw him into a pit to die. And then they thought better of it and sold him into slavery. Slavery. He was a slave for many years. How did Joseph react to that kind of treatment? Did he sulk with self-pity? Did he fall into depression? Did he become real angry and, and plot on how he can get his revenge? Well, we know that he didn't because he maintained patient faith that God had a good plan for his life while he was a slave. We know that because in Genesis, it tells us how his attitude affected him. And I want to read that. Genesis 39, verses 2 through 5. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, 
Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the house, household of the Egyptians because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. Well, I, I failed to mention that Potiphar was a, um, a, an official of Pharaoh. He was a captain of the guard, so he held an important position. And yet he recognized that there was something special about Joseph. Joseph had the right attitude, and he looked to the Lord through everything. If Joseph had decided to sulk or be filled with self-pity, fall into depression, or become consumed with anger for revenge, that story, even then, would be different. So we have choices all along in our own lives. We can have the right attitude or the bad attitude. One attitude is going to bring us to the plans that God has for us. Well, in that story, Potiphar's wife decided to seduce, tried to seduce Joseph, who was, he was handsome, and when he ran from her instead, then she became angry and she told her husband that he had attacked her. So then Joseph was thrown into prison and remained there for a very long time. So how was his attitude while he was in there? He maintained his trust in the Lord and that something good was about to happen in his life. He had hope. So how do we know that? Let's read Genesis 39, 20 through 22. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done there. Huh, so I guess he went into prison ministry while he was in there. And that was because he chose to, to, to have the right attitude to continue to have patient faith and trust in the Lord, that something good was going to come into his life. So while he was in prison, Joseph was able to correctly interpret dreams that the royal baker and the royal cupbearer had. And he had asked that he be remembered, but he wasn't. He was forgotten for many years. Finally, he was remembered when Pharaoh had dreams. And they were very disturbing dreams and no one could interpret them for him. So as Joseph interpreted those dreams, he gave all the credit to the Lord. How many of us make sure that we give God the credit for every good thing in our lives or every accomplishment we have made? Joseph gave a plan of how Egypt would fare through seven years of plenty and then seven years of drought. And again, God brought him favor. He was put in charge of all the grains in the land of Egypt, and he was only 30 years old. <laughs> Eventually, his brothers had to come to him or they would starve to death. So, once 
and, and they bowed down to him. And when they realized that he was their brother that they had first tried to kill and then put into slavery, sold into slavery, they were afraid of retribution because that would be the natural thing for a person to do. But he explained to them that he was fulfilling God's plan. So he was able to take the higher road again. And um, I'm going to read Genesis 50, 19 through 20. This is scripture that we can go back to time, uh, 50, 19 through 21. We can go back to this scripture time and time again, knowing that God does, God is good. He has a good plan for us. Okay, I'm going to read that now. Genesis 50, 19 through 21. But Joseph said to them, his brothers, Don't be afraid. I am in the place of God. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he assured them and spoke kindly to them. Let me go back to that. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. So I like to look at that at all, always at what the enemy wants to, wants to harm me, to destroy me, still kill and destroy. God has a good plan and God wants us to have an abundant life. I'm going back now to John 10, 10, that Jesus said that the enemy, the thief, the devil wants to still kill and destroy but Jesus wants us to have an abundant life, overflowing. Okay, so all of this is about no matter how bad things are, how, how long it's been that we've had bad things happening, sufferings, disappointments, we need to fight off the temptation to fall into self-pity, fear, or anger, and instead, we can decide to maintain patient faith, trust that God has a good plan for our lives. And I think we all know that we can learn from Joseph and keep a positive outlook through our hard times, whatever they are, knowing that God is always good. He is always merciful and just. In fact, God is love. Well, I encourage you to turn to God with any of your problems and while you wait for positive change to happen, maintain trust and patient faith that God has a good plan for your life. Well, I hope that you have an awesome, awesome holiday season with family and friends every day. And I encourage you to go and show your love to someone who might be alone or might be going through some hard times right now, struggling through the holidays. We are blessed as we bless others. Well, I want to thank you for joining me. I hope you will join me every Wednesday morning on Sword of the Spirit, which is with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And you may know that on Mondays and Fridays, we also have podcasts. Mondays is um, Hope and Faith Journey, where we talk about challenges that we're facing and what we've learned and what the Lord has to say about it. And then on Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I share little bits and pieces of books I've written, or maybe read a little bit, or give a backstory, 
or a review of something someone else has written. So this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And if you have any feedback at all, you know, suggestions, comments to make, please go to my contact page on my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And when you go there, you'll see books I've written, blogs, uh, information regarding domestic violence, and, um, and you can contact me, of course. All right, well, have a blessed day and have a really nice holiday season. Thank you.